welcome to a special episode of Music for Life, a program which explores the purpose and value of music to humanity's enrichment. I'm Ryan Malone, concert manager for Armstrong Auditorium and host for this program. This is the second of our special episodes this season that I've titled Pre-Concert Talks. These episodes will air the week of a concert at Armstrong Auditorium here in Edmond, Oklahoma, and we are coming up on our second concert of the season here at Armstrong. This is cellist Tesremi Schumacher, an internationally acclaimed, awarded, and recorded German cellist. Here she is playing the famous prelude from J.S. Bach's first cello suite. And though you may have heard this cello piece numerous times, you probably haven't heard it the way you will hear it on Thursday, November 10th at Armstrong Auditorium, because Dr. Remy Schumacher will team up with Armstrong's prima donna soprano Paula Malone for an utterly unique rendition of this work. See, Oklahoma-based composer Sam McGrill has taken this cello piece and written a melody for soprano to layer on top of it. That will be the opening number for this program at Armstrong titled Voice Meets Cello, which will feature an array of repertoire that showcases the exquisite blending of the two instruments. In addition to several soprano cello compositions, the program will feature a variety of beloved classical favorites that have been transcribed for voice and cello. So today for Music for Life, we have another of our pre-concert talks, and we discuss these two phenomenal artists and the rich program of music they will be performing at Armstrong. It's quite common for concert halls to provide printed program notes for concert goers. Occasionally, some will even provide a pre-concert lecture where the patrons come into the hall early and hear about the program for that evening. Consider this episode one of those lectures, but one that can be consumed in an audio format like this. And for this particular pre-concert talk, or these program notes, if you will, we will talk about both our performers, but more so about this unique program, some repertoire that was written for voice and cello, but more that had to be arranged for the two instruments. This will require me to play recordings of some original versions of these works by artists other than our featured artists for the program at Armstrong, but I think you'll find all this fascinating and exciting as you prepare for this unique event, and it will whet your appetite for the arrangements and the combinations you'll hear. Before we do that, I will give a brief profile of our two featured performers. Dr. Tesremi Schumacher was born in Cologne, Germany, and has won first prizes in Germany's Jugendmusizirt, New York's International Artist Competition, and Rome's Carlo Zecchi Competition. She has been a concert soloist for many years, performing in Asia, Australia, Europe, and the U.S., including Wigmore Hall in London, Jubilee Hall in Singapore, and the Carnegie Recital Hall in New York. Her most recent Carnegie Recital Hall performance was lauded in the New York Concert Review this way. Remy Schumacher's technique is disciplined, her bow control and mastery of the fingerboard are complete, her intonation is excellent. 
Tess has recorded for stations and labels in Germany, New York, Los Angeles, Australia, as well as for Swiss and Italian television. She has recorded for several solo albums featuring works of Bach, Schumann, and Rachmaninoff, as well as modern works from American and even Korean composers. Joining her will be soprano Paula Malone. Paula has performed in such operatic roles as the Queen of the Night in Mozart's The Magic Flute, Gretel in Humperdinck's Hansel and Gretel, the title role in Donizetti's Lucia di Lammermoor, Christine in Yeston's Phantom, and Sophie from Richard Strauss's Der Rosenkavalier. Her first love, however, is oratorio literature, in which she has performed as soloists in Handel's Messiah, Brahms's Requiem, Mendelssohn's Elijah, Haydn's Creation, and Rudder's Requiem. In 2006, she appeared in recital with Sarah Sant'Ambrosio, Grammy-winning cellist from the Eroica Trio. In 2011, she premiered an arrangement of Richard Strauss's Four Last Songs with the Eroica Trio, which we will discuss later. Through our series, she has also collaborated with guitarist Pepe Romero and the Romero Guitar Quartet, as well as the late Marvin Hamlish. Paula has taught at the University of Central Oklahoma and has been on the voice faculty here at Herbert W. Armstrong College since its opening in the fall of 2001. She has also appeared extensively on inspirational Christian albums produced here by the Philadelphia Church of God since 1996, appearing on 11 albums and recording in a variety of styles, including oratorio, Christian contemporary, and folk ballads. And in addition to me playing the piano for this program, the concert will also employ the assistance of two other performers who will bookend the program. Violinist Hong Zhu from the University of Central Oklahoma will join us for the final set, and UCO flute professor Emily Butterfield will join us for the opening set. The recital will have three other sets featuring just voice, cello, and piano. So let's talk about this program now and hear a sampling of some of the things you can listen for and expect. The first set is dedicated to the works of J.S. Bach. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, Thursday's program will begin with Bach's famous cello prelude arranged to include a soprano melody, again composed by Edmund-based composer Sam McGrill. Dr. McGrill set Hebrew texts from standard synagogue services atop the entire G major cello suite by Bach. And with the duo opening the program with this work, the result will be something completely new, yet also quite familiar. For the remainder of this opening Bach set will be more standard Bach arias that include the cello. And if you know anything about Bach's vocal music, so much of it included the cello anyway, because the cello was a commonly employed bass instrument along with the keyboard instrument of the day. So there are literally hundreds of arias from Bach's cantatas in particular that feature the voice with cello. But usually these arias include more than just cello, voice, and keyboard. So what the duo has done here is selected three arias that also include the flute. Again, this set will include the assistance of flutist Emily Butterfield. These three soprano flute arias are from three different secular cantatas. A cantata is a short, multi-movement vocal composition. The first cantata aria in this set is from Bach's Wedding Cantata, written as a gift for a dear friend. The text of the aria they will be performing discusses basically the proper use of and reasons for music itself. The second aria is interestingly in Italian, whereas the vast majority of Bach's vocal works are in German. It's titled Ricetti Grammezza, and the text encourages bravery in the face of danger. And the final selection, and probably the most fun, 
is I wie schmeckt der Kaffee Süße, which discusses a very important topic, the love of coffee. And it's from Bach's beloved coffee cantata. Let's hear a recording of this, which I played early on in our first season. This is not a recording of our November 10th duo at Armstrong, but rather a recording from soprano Ingrid Kertesi with the Budapest Foiloni Chamber Orchestra. This will give you a taste, so to speak, of this fun little work. The singer exclaims repeatedly, coffee, coffee, I must have coffee. So that was an aria from Johann Sebastian Bach's Coffee Cantata, performed by soprano Ingrid Kertesi with the Budapest Foiloni Chamber Orchestra. That aria will be performed by cellist Tesremi Schumacher, soprano Paula Malone, and flutist Emily Butterfield, Thursday, November 10th at Armstrong Auditorium. It will conclude the opening Bach set for the concert. The concert's second set will be a collection of art songs for soprano and cello. Art songs, as you'll remember from a previous episode, are musical interpretations of high poetry. Four languages will be sung in this set, French, German, Italian, and English. Now, the French and English songs were originally scored for soprano, cello, and piano. 
For the two middle songs, they were originally scored only for soprano and piano, but I have transcribed them to include the cello, and I believe we offer something truly special by having the cello in these works. So we'll talk about all four in order. The set starts with a French art song, again originally composed for soprano, cello, and piano by Jules Massenet. It's titled Elegy, and it is a hauntingly beautiful setting about heartbreak that not even the arrival of spring can erase. Here's a segment of a recording that Paula, Tess, and I made at the University of Central Oklahoma Jazz Lab earlier this year. The next two songs in the set, as I mentioned earlier, were originally written for voice and piano alone, but I think you'll see how adding the cello really brings out some of the beauty of the accompaniment and further complements the voice. For instance, in the next song in the set, Franz Schubert's Auf dem Wasser zu singen, the poem is about the meditations at the calm and beauty of a sunset while floating on a boat in tranquil, sparkling water. The right hand of the piano part was clearly meant to depict the water, as you can hear in this recording that I've played on an earlier episode with pianist Julius Drake and tenor Ian Bostridge. However, as the arranger of this particular rendition, I stripped that particular component out and gave it to the cello, so the watery element of this accompaniment becomes more featured next to the beauty of the vocal line. And here's a little of how that works. The next song on the program, originally just for voice and piano as well, is arranged in a similar way where the melodic line of the piano is transferred into the cello part, drawing more attention to this exquisite material. This piece is Stefan Donaudi's O del mio amato ben, 
the text of which is a raw look into the crushing pain and devastation at the loss of a loved one. Listen to a little of the original composition here in a recording by soprano Arlene Auger and pianist Dalton Baldwin. Now, imagine that beautiful melody in the piano being covered instead by the cello, and you get this. And I'll play this in its entirety. This is another one of the Jazz Lab recordings that I played from earlier.
That was soprano Paula Malone and cellist Tess Remy Schumacher at the UCO Jazz Lab, performing my arrangement of Stefan Donauti's lovely masterpiece, O Del Mio Amato Ben. I took the piano part and stripped out the lyrical melodies and gave those to the cello, as you heard. And we will be performing this Thursday, November 10th at Armstrong Auditorium in the second set of the program, an art song set. The last work in this set, as mentioned earlier, is one that was originally scored for soprano and cello and piano. It's from a set by Andre Previn, a prominent musician, conductor, and composer of our day. This particular piece is called Shelter, and it sets a poem by Toni Morrison, which describes the comfort, safety, and bravery one feels in the arms of one they love. It's an exquisitely beautiful work that employs more modern harmonies and some atonal passages in judiciously employed dissonance. Here's a recording of soprano Sylvia McNair, cellist Yo-Yo Ma, and the composer at the piano.
You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. Today's episode is another of our special pre-concert talks, and in it we are exploring cellist Tess Remy Schumacher, soprano Paula Malone, and the program for their upcoming duo performance at Armstrong Auditorium, Thursday, November 10th. That recording we just heard was soprano Sylvia McNair, cellist Yo-Yo Ma, and composer Andre Previn at the piano in his song which sets Toni Morrison's poem, Shelter. This song will close out a set of art songs at this upcoming Voice Meets Cello concert here at Armstrong Auditorium. The third set of pieces on the program, which will close out the first half in a delightful and exciting way, will feature two operatic favorites, the beloved flower duet from Leo Delibes' Lachme, and the crowd-pleasing aria from Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance, Poor Wandering One. Both of these selections are arrangements, as the original operatic form of these arias was not voice and cello. However, they adapt easily to the vocal cello duo. The famous flower duet was originally for two voices, the title character Lachme and her servant. In this format, Paula will sing the Lachme line, while the cellist plays the lower line. This is actually an arrangement Paula did years ago on our series with Grammy-winning cellist Sarah Santambrosio. This is Santambrosio's arrangement that we're reviving here for this November 10th concert at Armstrong. To save a little for the actual concert, I want to play the original version of this operatic duet. And you can just imagine what it would sound like to blend the higher voice with the lower color of the cello. Here's a recording of soprano Joan Sutherland, mezzo-soprano Jeanne Barbier, and the Monte Carlo National Opera Orchestra, conducted by Richard Bonning.
That was soprano Joan Sutherland and mezzo-soprano Jeanne Barbier in the so-called flower duet from Leo de Liebe's opera Lachme. Our two featured performers, soprano Paula Malone and cellist Tess Remy Schumacher, will perform that on their November 10th concert at Armstrong Auditorium in a program titled Voice Meets Cello. That will be an arrangement conceived by Grammy-winning cellist Sarah Sant'Ambrosio, which was performed on our series back in 2006. We will reprise this arrangement in the final set of the first half. The set will feature two operatic favorites, though, this being the first. The second will be from the Gilbert and Sullivan operetta The Pirates of Penzance, Maybell's famous aria Poor Wandering One. This is for Maybell to be sung with chorus, and I've taken the chorus parts, some of their responses to her, and put them in the cello line, plus giving the cello some rhythmic underpinning as well to add to the piano accompaniment part. But let's hear it in its original operatic form. This is the Doily Cart Opera Company with soprano Marilyn Hill-Smith. That was the Doily Cart Opera Company with soprano Marilyn Hill-Smith in Maybell's famous aria from Gilbert and Sullivan's famous operetta, The Pirates of Penzance. That aria will conclude the first half 
of the Voice Meets Cello program coming to Armstrong Auditorium Thursday, November 10th, 2016, featuring cellist Tess Remy Schumacher and Armstrong's own soprano Paula Malone. The second half of the program will consist of two sets. The first is a set of Latin American songs. This opening set will consist of three songs, two of Joaquin Rodrigo's Cuatro Madrigales Amatorios, or Four Love Madrigals, followed by the ever-popular aria from the Bachianas Brasileiras No. 5 by Hector Villa-Lobos. Let's hear one of the two songs by the Spanish composer Rodrigo. Paula and Tess will be doing the third and fourth of this beloved set of four art songs. These are most commonly heard in their vocal piano format. You'll be, of course, hearing them for piano, cello, and voice. And to give a little foretaste of that, I have a great orchestrated recording here by the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields with mezzo-soprano Kate Royal. This is the third and shortest song of the set, less than a minute long, titled De Donde Venis Amore, From Where Do You Come, Love? That was De Donde Venis Amore, or From Where Do You Come, Love, the third song of four in a set by the well-known 20th century Spanish composer Joaquin Rodrigo. We heard mezzo-soprano Kate Royal, conductor Edward Gardner, and the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. This set by Rodrigo was written in 1947, and it will serve as the second half's opening number on Thursday, November 10th, when soprano Paula Malone teams up with Edmund-based, internationally acclaimed German cellist Tess Remy Schumacher. And since this is a new pairing, I've been playing more standard recordings of the original versions of these works, and hopefully that is whetting your appetite for the combination of soprano and cello you will get in this program that we've simply titled Voice Meets Cello. To close out the Latin American set will be the beloved aria from Ator Villalobos' Bachianas Brasileiras No. 5. Now, this piece is already scored for soprano and cello, except it's scored for soprano and an ensemble of eight celli. So in this arrangement by Sarah Santambrosio of the Eroica Trio, we have soprano, one cello, and the other parts covered on the piano, where I will be sitting Thursday night, November 10th. Though I have been playing other recordings of the music on this program, showing you the works in their original forms, I do have a recording of Tess and Paula collaborating on this particular piece from that recording at the renowned UCO Jazz Lab here in Edmond from a few months back. Here's a little bit of that. Thank you. 
You are listening to Music for Life. I'm your host, Ryan Malone. This is KPCG. Today's episode has been another of our special pre-concert talks, and in it we have explored cellist Tesremi Schumacher, soprano Paula Malone, and the program for their upcoming duo performance at Armstrong Auditorium, assisted also by flutist Emily Butterfield and violinist Hong Zhu. Ticket information for this November 10th performance can be found at armstrongauditorium.org. You can also follow at armstrongaud on Twitter. You can also follow Music for Life on Twitter and Facebook at musicforlifepcg. That was Paula singing with Tess in that recording from the UCO Jazz Lab of Ator Villa-Lobos' Bacchianas Brasileiras No. 5, the famous aria. And that piece will close out a set of three Latin American selections, which open the second half of the program. For the final set of this performance, the cello-soprano duo will be joined by Dr. Hong Zhu, violinist and professor at the University of Central Oklahoma. The four of us will be performing my arrangement of Richard Strauss's Vier Letzte Lieder, or Four Last Songs. It was transcribed from its full orchestral version down to this grouping of soprano, piano, cello, and violin. The cello and violin help round out some of the orchestral colors that couldn't really be captured on just the piano. This arrangement also allows this epic set to be performed more frequently as a soprano doesn't always have access to a full-sized orchestra if she wants to perform it. This set is titled The Four Last Songs because they literally were the last songs Richard Strauss composed before his death. The texts are all metaphoric about the end of life as his attention was surely turned in this direction at his advanced age. They drip with calm, acceptance, and grace. The original orchestral versions are considered an analog to Strauss's life itself. The original orchestration is filled with horn and soprano duets, and Strauss was married to a soprano, and his father was a professional horn player. In the final song, Im Abendrot, Strauss quotes the seven-note transfiguration theme that he wrote in his previous tone poem, Death and Transfiguration, composed about 60 years prior. This serves as the conclusion of the whole matter, almost his final offering to the world. I actually do have a recording of this particular arrangement and with Paula singing. I had arranged it in this particular combination of instruments for the Eroica Trio when they performed with Paula back in 2011 here at Armstrong Auditorium. So here is a recording from that live performance. This is, again, soprano Paula Malone with the world-renowned Eroica Trio. This is the final song of the set of four last songs, which I've played in its original form on this program before. And you might remember the, the two larks chirping as the sun goes down. This is an exquisite and incomparable piece by Richard Strauss to end the program Im Abendrot, or At Dusk.
You have been listening to Music for Life, a production of KPCG 101.3 on the FM dial in Edmond, Oklahoma. From the Herbert W. Armstrong College campus, I'm Ryan Malone. Thanks for joining me.